morning sports desk for Wednesday, October 12th. All right, how's it going today? Lots of stuff to take a look at around the state with our professional and, you know, collegiate teams. First things first, it was kind of clean house day for the Minnesota Twins yesterday, uh, which officially means the offseason is in full swing. They ended up getting rid of five players yesterday, including outfielder Jake Cave, infielder Jermaine Palacios, and catcher Caleb Hamilton. They were all claimed off of waivers. All three of those guys, by the way, I went to the a late season Twins Angels game. All three of those guys were in the uh, starting lineup. Cave played right field. Palacios was at second base, and Hamilton was behind the plate. As a matter of fact, uh, Hamilton got his first hit. I think it was his first hit, and it was a home run. He got his first home run for sure. I think he was like 0 for 20, and uh, he hit a home run late in that game for his first career hit, which is kind of cool. But anyway, he's gone. He got claimed off of waivers. The Twins also removed pitchers Devin Smeltzer and John Romero from their 40-man roster. They are waiting now to find out what Carlos Correa is going to do. Is he going to opt out of his contract or stay with the team for another season? I think common knowledge is that he's going to opt out, but that doesn't mean he's not interested in staying with the Twins. Um, you know, but they're going to have to they're going to have to pay him. I did see this morning an interesting uh stat line for Jake Cave getting claimed off of waivers. He, uh, a weird Minnesota career. He's been around for a sneaky long time. He did some sneaky good things for the Twins, but just never could quite find the the overall, like, is he is he a full-timer at the major league level? Is he an overqualified AAA? Like, if there was a level between AAA and major leagues, he would be that, right? Like, maybe overqualified for AAA because he hit the snot out of the ball for the Saints. Uh, but... It's just maybe not quite, couldn't quite crack the code for getting to that major league level at a regular basis. Although he was up a lot, so much in fact, that uh, Aaron Gleeman, who is uh, on Twitter, uh, a big, uh, big twins guy, uh, works for The Athletic and uh, writes about the twins, drops this great line about Jake Cave on Twitter yesterday. Uh, Jake Cave has played more games in a Twins uniform than Nelson Cruz, Mitch Garver, Shannon Stewart, Danny Valencia, Josh Willingham, and Chili Davis. Jake Cave has made and played in more games in a Twins uniform than those guys have. He has also hit more home runs in a Twins uniform than Josh Donaldson, than A.J. Pierzynski. Than Gene Larkin. He's hit more home runs in a Twins uniform than Dave Winfield and Paul Molitor and Luis Rivas. So Jake Cave really did make his impact with the Twins, but, um, and this is a, a credit to him. I don't mean this as a, uh, to be disrespectful. There's a, he's good, but there's a lot of players like him in Major League Baseball, right? There's a lot of fourth and fifth outfielders that exist. He's one of them. He's going to have a spot for a while, as long as he wants it. Um, but 
even though he was an important cog or a, a, a part of the cog for the Twins for a long time, you know, there's going to be other guys. There's going to be other guys. So uh, now we just wait. We wait to see Carlos Correa will be the next big thing for the Twins. Let's move on to the Timberwolves because we're closing in on a regular season opener for the Minnesota Timberwolves. One week away, as a matter of fact, one week from tonight, they will open the regular season at home against Oklahoma City. What do they have in the meantime? Well, they actually have another preseason game tonight against the Lakers in Los Angeles. That is their final road exhibition game of this preseason. They will close out preseason play on Friday at home against Brooklyn, 7 o'clock tip-off from the Target Center, and then that season opener versus Oklahoma City. Talked a little bit about it yesterday. Um, I'm just not that interested in exhibition preseason stuff with any with any of the teams. Like the Vikings, I will turn the game on because what else are you going to do on a – on a Saturday, but if you have anything else to do on a Saturday during the Vikings training camp and preseason games, you know, at least I do, I, I go do it. It's hard for me to get too ramped up about it, but I'm excited for the Wolves after their season last year and uh, what they have coming with all the changes made on the roster. I, I expect good things from the Timberwolves once again this year. How good? I don't know. I'm not willing to... Uh, plunge into the deep end of that pool quite yet. I've got some... I had one friend legitimately tell me uh, the betting odds for the Timberwolves over-under wins this year I think was 49. I believe they were a 46-win team last year. And um, I had a friend uh, tell me, he goes, I'm, I would pick the way over on that. The way over on 49 wins. I was like, well, what does that mean? Like, the best team in the league last year was Phoenix, and they had 62 wins, I believe. And he said at least 55 wins, which would have been enough to have been, to have been I, I think, the first-place team in the East. <laughs> he thinks the Timberwolves are a first-place team uh, with some of the changes they made to their roster. I don't know if I'm quite willing to make that claim yet, but they were good. And my deep down secret about the Timberwolves is that I don't care about any of the changes that they make. This team will only be as good as Anthony Edwards allows them to be. If Anthony Edwards makes a leap, this team is going to be great or at least very good. Unlike a Timberwolves team we've seen in a long time. Um, if he doesn't make a leap, oh boy, we're, uh, well, we could be in for a frustrating season. We'll see. The Wild are back for their final tune-up before opening up their regular season. They have a practice today, but they hit the ice for real on the regular season tomorrow night. New York Rangers are in town. It not only starts the season for the Minnesota Wild, it's actually a four-game homestand to start the year for the Wild at the X. Uh, that game between the Wild and Rangers, 7 o'clock at the XL Energy Center tomorrow night. I, much like the Timberwolves, I have put all my stock and hope in their young star, Kirill Kaprizov. Um, can he make another leap this year? He did last year. Can he do it again? If he can make another leap, I think um, 
good things are coming for the Minnesota Wild. I'm a little worried about their, as we were last year, we got an old goaltender. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm not taking anything away from him there. But, you know, things got a little dicey down the stretch with with Flurry and then Talbot and who's going to play. And the Wild hitched their wagon to Flurry, and it ended up not being great at the end. So, you know, here we go. Let's go make something big happen this year. Um, I think, though, he's good enough. And if Kaprizov can take another jump, well, then, yeah, now we're now we're really talking on this wild season. Opens up tomorrow against the Rangers. Uh, who else do we need to take a look at? Well, of course, the Vikings. They had the day off yesterday, but get back on the practice field today. They get ready to head to Miami. That Sunday game kicks off at noon. Vikings in a really good spot. Their schedule is light this year. Um, it's, it's, as the season goes on, of course, uh, some adjustments have needed to be made, but, uh, coming into the year, you looked at it and you're like, well, if this Vikings team can, can just turn a little corner, if they can just do some things that well, that they didn't do well a year ago, or, or you know, under the Zimmer regime, if they can fine tune it, they don't even need to do it well, necessarily just be better at it. Things are going to open up for the Vikings, and this is this is it. They're in that stretch now. They're in Miami. Now, Miami looked v- pretty formidable over the first five games, but then you lose Tua to concussion, and I think Teddy Bridgewater was their backup. He had to leave. I, I still I don't think Miami knows yet who exactly their starting quarterback is going to be for this Sunday. Um but it's going to be Teddy, their backup, or a third stringer, which is, you know, that's good for the Vikings. So they're four and one atop the NFC North. The Dolphins are three and two. They're actually in second place in the AFC East, uh, with a, a very good Buffalo team in that AFC East. So I have high hopes. I think the Vikings go into Miami and, and get a win. They're it seemed like they started to turn a corner against Chicago, and I think Chicago's bad. I do think Chicago's better than a previously thought. So, you know, I guess shout out the Bears. They're not the worst team in the league this year. That might be Pittsburgh. I think they can go to Miami and, and get a win. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying it's definitely in play for them, which is pretty exciting. Elsewhere, go for football, gets ready to travel to Illinois on Saturday. That's an 11 o'clock kickoff. The Fighting Illini ranked number 24. Brett Bielema is their head coach, maybe the least likable head coach in the entire uh, country for Gopher fans, so go ahead and get a win there. The big news out of Gopher camp was that they have signed on to play a home-and-home series with the mighty Alabama Crimson Tide, but it's not for a while. Like, we're talking 10 and 11 years from now. They will play a home-and-home in the year 2032 and 2033. The big question is, which head coaches are still going to be a part of the team? Nick Saban will be approaching 80 years old in 10 and 11 years from now. Is he going to still be there? And what could quite possibly be the cushiest college coaching job of all time? Is P.J. Flex still going to be around in 10 years' time? Uh, basically, the answer is no for for either of them, right? Like, what coaches stick around that long at any place ever, good or bad? 
it would seem unlikely. But wouldn't that be kind of funny in 10 and 11 years from now if Nick Saban and P.J. Fleck are coaching against each other? That'd be, that'd be kind of wild. That's all we got. That's our morning sports desk for Wednesday, October 12th. Your story. It lives in River City. Where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel. Where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another. Where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.